we're back. Spew, Sports Entertainment Weekly, the Sam Peppy Will Experience. Um, joined here by our co-host, Peppy and Sam. There's no guest tonight. Um, we're not going to say someone bailed because we would never throw anyone under the bus like that. Um, so we're just guestless tonight. You know, you listeners at home wondering, hey, who's the guest this week? Who's the guest this week? Oh, my God, they had Bryn Davis like two weeks ago. Like, they had Jenny. Like, who are these, like, great guests they are pulling out? Hey, hey. Sometimes you got to go back to the basics. <laughs> you got to lock it down. Go with what works, the classics. Honestly, I would say it's what we started out with. But even our first episode, I think, had a guest. It was only our like fourth guestless episode, so these are rare. Some listeners might look forward to them, so yeah, we definitely do come prepared. Bring our A game. Throw back to the Tiger King episode, one of the first. Yes, yeah. I channeled my inner Tiger King yeah, over the weekend. Yeah, so a little Joe Exotic. Feels like so long ago. Start a quarantine. Yeah, Tiger King was really the benchmark for when all this happened. That was the first relevant topic everyone was talking about it was march bled into april a bit i think so, so everyone got around to it um so if you think the pre-corona it's like beginning of tiger king and then we had the mj doc and by that yeah. point we're like ah it'll be over by the end of the mj doc and that was about four to five months ago so. <laughs> um big night tonight not that we get political we like to stay away from the politics but it's election night we got Joe Biden, Donald Trump going head to head. Last time I checked, it was close. Uh, we're not going to call. We're not going to call it. We're not going to. We're not going to say who's going to win. Um, just best of luck to each candidate. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, being in Pennsylvania, me and Pepe are in a very important swing state. Um, although I would say Philadelphia is almost entirely blue, and you get a bunch of votes in electoral college from them. But I think like. Between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, it's like Alabama, it's Pennsylvania, so that's uh, mostly red. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens with Pennsylvania. I think another important one was Ohio. I think Florida is always important. Um, there's like a few it'll come down to. So, so yeah, it's always fun. You could make a drink game out. It's always fun, like watching the states pop up. Each state, each state. They have. Uh, yeah, I don't know about fun, but it's something. <laughs> oh, I think it's entertaining at least. I mean, it's more stressful than anything else, really. Yeah, but when you don't have a... Bro, we all have dogs in the fight. You You can't say we don't have a dog in the fight. We all have dogs in the fight. Nah, I got no dogs. No dogs. If you don't have a dog in the fight, it's pure entertainment. It's great. Yeah, but I was talking about Will before. For the show, it was really interesting to see betting odds. Like, how do you go with that? Is is, they just going off people who I think it changes by state. Like, as soon as a state comes out, they change the odds. All right. Yeah, because odds are on at least Bovada, minus 250 for Trump right now, which is started out in the pluses. Yeah, it's surprising. What does that even mean? I feel like there's not enough information to, to make that. Claim. I mean, you won't know. We won't know till till 4 a.m. or the day after if they're counting the mail-in votes later. So we're, no one's going to know for a, for a day or two, I think. I mean, no one. You technically don't know for at least like at least a week, maybe a couple weeks. Um, usually, it's just usually all the channels have some have used their models, and the models are usually somewhat correct. Like even like we were talking about the Gore Bush one, like that one, like Fox called first, and since yeah. Fox is so big, everyone just like, oh, Fox knows, and yeah. it turns out Fox like mis misquoted their numbers, and that kind of screwed everyone up. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why that became such a huge screw job um, down there. So paint, I would say a paint job came up a huge paint job down there. But yeah, I don't think that's going to, I don't think anyone's probably going to call it tonight. Uh, I'd be surprised uh, if either candidate conceded. Uh, I, I would, no I wouldn't be surprised if, I wouldn't be surprised if someone thinks they won. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think the most likely thing is both candidates are going to think they won. <laughs> I, no, I don't. I think Trump's going to say he won, regardless of what the night ends. We'll see. But, I know like, Joe Biden's at one of his homes. What's, what's Trump doing? 
he's, he's not somebody in the office. They he's showed in the White House, right? Oh, no. I don't know. They showed it earlier. He's in like some weird, it honestly looked like a financial building. It was like just in the offices. So who knows where that is? All right. So that's all we got for politics tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, sports, I did we cover MLB last year? I mean, last week. It was over. We're done with Dodgers won. We said that or no? Yeah. I think was it done sure last did. week? Okay. Well, congrats to the Dodgers. You really did it. You finally did it. It's been decade long, decade plus long drought. Um, if you want, if you have a decade long drought and you want to win, you want to play the Rays because the ha- same thing happened to the Phillies in 08. They snapped their drought. Um, but I think the Rays will be good for a while. Seems like they have a lot of young guys. Maybe, yeah. maybe don't pull Snell. It, it's kind of sad. Uh, Dodgers win World Series died so fast. You got the next NFL game on. <laughs> I, I literally haven't even seen anything about it. Saw some yeah. LeBron tweets, but that was about it. Yeah, I agree. Big, big LA year. Two for yeah. two. It's, um, since COVID. Yeah, big LA year. It's true. They were I really. Mean, it's not, not looking good for the Rams. Not going to lie. Yeah. They're not looking too hot. Just yeah. lost it to us. But I mean, to win two in, in a year is, is pretty crazy. Worst year to have it happen, though. You can't celebrate it. So, yeah, it's true. do something, postpone it, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have a parade just later. The lightning celebration. The excitement will still be there. <laughs> I think that's mostly because they're a Florida-based team. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it, yeah, the the Lakers and Dodgers would. I mean, I guess they wouldn't have because if COVID didn't happen, like they'd be completely different parts of the year. But if this still matched up and you were able to have parades, that would have been a crazy two weeks mm-hmm. in Los Angeles with the Lakers and Dodgers parade back to back. True. It's like Boston. <laughs> or like uh didn't I feel like Washington had two in a year or two in two years? They had nationals and capitals in the same year. Yeah, that's what I thought. A little okay. while back. So um other news. Um we probably touched on uh, last week, but the Sixers uh first of all they hired Doc Rivers their coach. Uh they still yeah, has Elton Brand as their GM, but they hired Daryl Morey as their VP or back basketball operations, I think. Yeah. Um, extending, going, yeah, um, extending Doc or Ellen Brand, right? yeah, extending, yeah. Him, which, yeah, which is like it's fine as long as Maury's like helping him out, you know, what yeah, I mean? like it's not all Ellen Brand. Um, so going off of that a report from Shams today, the Sixers oh, have expressed yeah. trade interest in one James Harden from the Houston Rockets. Um, major day, will so you, you know, well, I mean, you know, it's. Either either Simmons or Embiid would have to be traded. Um, if I could pick, I would probably trade Simmons because I think Harden would fit better with, with Embiid. Um, so, but uh, but then again, if if Simmons goes to Houston, you can't keep Russell Westbrook and Simmons together because that just wouldn't work. Oh either. my god, that'd be horrible. I mean, the Rockets yeah. came out and said they don't want to move Harden. So they did. That's already they did, but I don't know. I just think Philadelphia is unique where you have two guys that are both under 26 that have huge potential and they're movable. Like, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like, I think any team like would trade for Harden. Like, I don't know why any team has like, there's no argument against bringing Harden in really on any team. Yeah. Um, and plus, if the Sixers are going to like completely reinvent themselves, who better to build an offense around than James Harden and Joel Embiid? He have a nice inside-out game going mm-hmm. right there. He's played with um, Capella, but he's never played with a dominant big. Plus, Embiid yeah, can I'm, shoot a little, which helps. So, yeah, I mean Capella's like pretty good, and the Rockets were better when they had Capella. I think, yeah. even though they were better in the playoffs this year with PJ Tucker. Although I but, the Dwight Dwight Howard experiment in Houston did not end well. That's probably also because he couldn't shoot. But I mean Dwight Howard's like basically worthless. Like let's not Oh, I like, think he's a I think he was an asset to the not, Lakers let's, this let's, year. Well well, yeah. well I'm just saying let's not kid ourselves. Like Dwight Howard's an asset now because he played a year with LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> he he wasn't he wasn't putting up anything close to these numbers if he signed with the Blazers or something like yeah, that. That's, that's true. Like 
he's like any on any on any not title bound team, Dwight Howard's like worthless at this point. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah. yeah. I wonder if you. I mean, never mind. I was gonna say, yeah. I wonder if you the same kind of talk since D'Antoni ended up going to the Nets. But if they are gonna, if, if Harden is gonna get moved, are the Sixers gonna have to bid against anyone to trade for James Harden? Well, because you brought up the Nets, I don't think the Nets would want to blow up their thing without having tried it first. Because Kyrie and Kyrie yeah. both haven't played yet, so yeah. I think they and, yeah, and like what they have. So, yeah. but that's another team though who has movable like. You can move Jared would, Allen and Dinwiddie and be fine. Yeah, you can but move, you that's can not going to get Bert and somebody need, and picks. You still need. I think you. I think you need a at least All Star caliber player in return for Harden. So that's why comes top of my head. I I think Portland and I think um, uh, Clippers because you have Paul George on one end and you have TJ McCollum slash. I don't think they'd give up Dame, but yeah. Dame for Harden is you're it's pretty equal. So, I don't know. Yeah, Dame's pretty established. I don't think Dame and Harden really even works. No, no. You, yeah, I know. It would have to be Dame. You'd trade for him. But. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's like one of the only players I'd say would be a lateral trade if you're trading Dame for Harden. Like, you're not really gaining a whole lot out of that. Yeah, Besides pissing off the guys, pissing off your entire fan base because they <laughs> love Dame. Yeah. So, but I don't know. It's just fun when the Sixers are like the trade talks. Free NBA free agency is easily the best uh, free agency out of the four major sports. I think it's uh, it's just NBA is that entertainment aspect because only five players on the court at a time. The superstars really sell the league, so it's always a fun time. And everyone's pretty open about it. Like you kind of see it kind of unfold on Twitter. You don't really see that in other sports all that much. For guys that's like kind of hint at where they're gonna go and stuff like that. It's fun because a lot of times it takes place over like three days, and then all the big names are are traded or gone. Players, so it's so a whirlwind. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. AKA Tobias Harris getting 150 mil. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was 180 mil. I would well, be whatever. I'd feel better if it was 150 mil. But I know, and then Horford has a terrible one too. Yeah, so if we trade for Harden and they throw Al in there, maybe it won't be the worst thing. Yeah, but no one really, like, Al is like a negative. Like, no one wants that contract. You have to put picks with Al Horford. Yeah, you have to put first rounders with Horford to maybe the Knicks or something to get rid of him. A team willing to tank even the next year. Even then, like, the Sixers aren't, like, bad enough to where, like, their first aren't, like, worth a whole lot because they're, like, trying yeah. to win the championship. That's so, true. Like, That's true. Yeah. Who cares if you have the 28th pick? There's only 15 real, like, picks you can lock in every year that are, like, worth big, like, biggish names. Yeah. That's true. Um, all right. Anything else, in, anything else in sports? Eagles squeaked by the Cowboys. Yeah. The your Carson ladies, ladies and gentlemen, lost his job. <laughs> no, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, your first place for the Eagles. Um, yeah, Carson Wentz. It's always the this season. It's been the Jekyll and Hyde show with him. You don't know if he's gonna throw a pick or a touchdown. Um, he's leading the league in interceptions and turnovers, which isn't good. But I mean, they're in first place in the NFC. They're three. He's leading the league in one. turnovers. I think so. Yeah, yeah. he has a lot because of well, the fumbles. Yeah. Bro, Daniel, he's more than Daniel Jones. At this point, yeah, yeah. I think so. Bro, he's he's pulling a he he's pulling a Jameis Winston at this point. Um, he's, just, he's just trying to be Superman, but he's yeah. not. So. Yeah, the only good thing that's come out of the first eight weeks for the Eagles, well, being in first place helps, but Travis Fulgham, you know, the emergence of a bright young uh, wide receiver, who I believe he went to Old Dominion. I'm not. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't really highly touted. Got cut from a team or two teams this uh, summer. So we picked him up, and he's uh, definitely filled the role. I think he's since week three, which is the first week we used him. He's like top five in in yards and receptions. I think yeah. so. I, I miss a uh, miss Greg Ward. I miss the hype around him. He's still mm-hmm. decent. That is he did, he... like new Greg Ward. So. I know, but Greg Ward played played well last game. I think. Yeah, he's still there. He's still he's yeah. still making catches. 
no one really cares anymore because <laughs> Travis Fulton yeah. is new no name. That's true. Um, so yeah, that's how the Eagles are doing. Yep. They're in a bye week, um, and then they go back to the Giants, I believe, to play them for the second time, which should oh. be a win, but you never know. You know, it was super disappointing. All the hype around Dallas Goddard coming back and then him being like non existent in that game. Yeah. It, well, if Ertz is Ertz still hurt? Ertz still hurt. Yeah. If Ertz is still hurt, I think next next game he should have a good game. We'll see. He's, I like Goddard. He's a good player. Yeah, I got a question to raise. It's more of a proposition. I think, I think we're at the point where we have to start considering maybe Carson Wentz is just not that good. Oh, I still think he's good. Yeah, he. But he's, he but, it, but what I'm gonna, but like, I understand Carson Wentz is probably still, like, you. I could argue, like, rounded out, he's probably the 15th, the 14th best quarterback in the league. But I don't like. He's not at this point. He's not Mr. Eagle. I'm gonna play here 10 years for sure. Franchise blue chip guy. I think he might be. He's he's not good enough to do that. No, I think he's still a franchise quarterback. Did you see what he did second half of last season? He willed them into the playoffs by himself. But like, why that does it take him eight games? Ago. That was just one year ago. But well, why does it take? Why 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 does it take him like like first halves to like get going? Like, what's wrong with him? Well, the thing last year he wasn't bad. The first half he just wasn't great. He was just decent. But well, then the I'm, second half he was. Saying. But the second half he was great, like amazing. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying like we have to like temper our expectations. I still think the Eagles view him as a franchise quarterback. But it's but he's not. But you're not getting like the next you're not he's not like the I think he's the next McNabb. I think he's a franchise quarterback. This this season I guess McNabb's kind of fair. McNabb like was like good, but it wasn't like game breaking. Like I think he's like he's def- I think he's gonna fall somewhere in the Matt Ryan Stafford career quarterbacks instead of we'll see. where we we'll see. instead of after, instead of like it his first 13 games or wherever it was where like we were like you have oh, to take into account the past three years he's playing with a depleted roster i mean we still haven't seen him deshaun jackson and alshon jeffrey are two top receivers coming in this year and and they haven't they played maybe a combined one and a half games so yeah, i'll give him that because both those guys are garbage and like 40 years old so even coming into the season he's kind of set up to fail yeah. but at some point like you have to just stop turning the ball over. Like there's no there's no excuse to lead the league in turnovers. No matter how bad your team is, if you're like a competent quarterback, you got to know when to throw it away and when to just like yeah. Well, his main flaws he holds on to the ball too long. Yeah. He the the O line has not has only has Jason Kelsey's the only returning one basically. Lane Johnson comes in one every three games. At when it comes Jason off. Peters came back and he wasn't even playing well. Jason Peters is not good. He's so old. Yeah. He's like a even I like my lot. Like my lot is better than him. Yeah, but so he I get the, I guess he just thinks he has to do it all himself because he doesn't. It's just like play. imagine Wentz on like a Chiefs or like a Cowboys where you have weapons everywhere. Like he would do fine. He'd be he'd be good. We wouldn't be having this discussion. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if you can say that confidently because we haven't seen that yet, but we had the but one we, year, 2017. Yeah, he was, was MVP 10 year. games in. Yeah. Yeah, but like the side, but we've had three years where he's just like, he's just fine. Yeah. Not the not I wouldn't say last year he was just fine. I thought he was really good last year. He was, he was good. He was, but like Matthew Stafford's like good. Like, I, think, like, I think him and he's Stafford like also 26. really – I think him and Stafford are very similar. And I think Stafford yeah, might be a little bit more polished too because Stafford's a little bit more – Yeah, like, but I don't think – I don't think Matthew Stafford was ever an MVP uh, leader 10 games in. Yeah, that's the fluke. We can all agree no, that's not better than Foles, right? Yeah, Wentz is only 27 still, so he's got a lot of time. You're saying Wentz is better than Foles, right? We all agree on that one, right? Well, I think Foles is as, horrible. As, like, a true quarterback, yes. Yeah. But in, like, clutchness <laughs> or, like, big moments. Nick Foles is, I guess Nick Foles Foles. is like, god-awful. He's, like, not a good quarterback. He's fooled just Eagles fans into thinking he's, like, a starting caliber quarterback because he had that one year well, the, the where he went absolutely nuts. No, he's good with the Bears. The Bears are, what, five and three? He's not good with the – like, I was about to say earlier this. I forgot to say it. I think the Eagles and the Bears are in very similar situations where, like, they're at the top of their divisions – I don't think anyone their fan base feels confident that their team's going anywhere. He's just so good at the comeback. It's so awesome to watch. Even I, he lost I understand. I understand he did enough to win Super Bowl. Um, 
I understand he had that year where he just threw for like a billion touchdowns somehow. But like besides that, he's like lost starting jobs. He's like yeah. he's looked terrible on the Bears. Like they win, but we were like I were watching some of the game and he just makes horrible decisions. And like he lost a job to Minshew, who's not even good. Yeah. So as long as we all agree that Wentz is better than Foles. I'm, uh, Car- I'm not a Carson Wentz fan, but he's 100% better than Nick Foles. Okay. There's no world where I'd take Nick Foles over him. You'd be surprised about some of the people on TV who take, have those takes. Like Max Kellerman. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're fools. Yeah. But we'll see. All right. So that's the Eagles. Um, it's, big, it's big dick bias. That's what it is. People with large penises too easy. If you just like Nick Foles, he he fooled the system. He got paid, and he doesn't even matter anymore. You know what I mean, the he well, um, the thing Jaguars is, he could have retired. What he, he got retired? He, he could have retired the year before the Super Bowl year, and he'd be fine. Yeah, so he has a he has a bunch of money. He has a baby. He loves. He loves his Jesus. He was literally just. He was good enough to where like everyone knows that he is a big penis. I think that's all he wanted when he came to the league. Is that yeah, who like, was it? Chris, was Chris Long in the locker room, right? He, he was like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, it wasn't Chris Long. Well, Chris Long like, like, like vocalized it, but it was a thing going back to the first time he was on the Eagles. So yeah, I think it was Lane Johnson because he's been here a long, a long time. I think Lane Johnson saw it and then that became a thing, which is funny. Nick Foles, he's, he's got a statue. Yeah, he's got he a statue. He was part of the Philly special. He, he basically called the Philly special. Yeah. Um, he's never has to buy a beer in Philadelphia ever again. So, man's is living a good life. Yeah. Doesn't matter in the end. All right. Um, anything else sports related? You guys want to gloss over? Oh, uh, I mean, the only thing really coming up is uh, the NBA draft is coming up a couple of weeks. Wait, NBA draft? Yeah, it's in like it's in like November twentieth. Oh, all right, that's something to look forward to. That's and good. We, and hmm, when's the lottery? Uh, that's to be really soon. Or no, I don't. Maybe they're not. Even, no, they already did the lottery. Actually, they did. They did it like after the open the first round of bubble games. Gotcha. Like the eight regular season games. So the so that's done. Um but yeah, so that's coming up. Um I guess I don't really know what other football storylines there really are going on. Uh nothing like all that big happened besides that Bears guy punching um the who is it? Who are they playing? The Saints. Game? Oh, it was no. Was it Broncos? Yeah, I think, I think no. it was the Saints. Saints, yeah, same. That was great. That was so hilarious. That he took out. his. Did he take his chain, or was it just the movement? I, th- I thought I he was trying to. I don't know for chain. sure. Yeah. Yeah, and then he punched him, and then the guy was like, "Why are you punching me?" And then he punched him again. <laughs> yeah, what, I'm what trying to find. There was this prospect that NB Sixers Twitter fell in love with. Is it Tyrell Terry? Yeah. Or, yeah Tyrell, was, I want Tyrell. No, I want Tyler Terry at ten for the Suns. Yeah, well, he's not going 10, but he's supposed to be what in the What do you mean 20s. he's not going 10? He's just going in the 20s. No, he's not. They have, yeah, he's supposed to like fall. They have him, like, they have him that right 20. now, but the Suns have interviewed him multiple times. Um, and he apparently grew three inches and gained 30 pounds of muscle or something like that. And he was already, he's a 40, he's like a 42% from three in college, yeah. and like a 92% free throw shooter. So, but he just plays know. no defense. So people are saying just, that. Yeah. People are we were giving him the Seth, the Seth Curry comparison. Yeah. I just Which, need I the mean, Sixers to find their next Landry Tremet and maybe don't trade him away this time. I'll be happy with that. But yeah, Tyrell Terry, I'm a big fan of him going to Suns at ten. I'd reach for him because I don't really like the other point guards you have Kira Lewis from Alabama who's pretty good I wouldn't be sad with but you have Tyrese Halbert and Hallie Burton but he's supposed to go to the Knicks so yeah this draft kind of 
draft is big for the A10 because it would be top in top seven right now projected. So. Yeah, probably. He could go as high as four. It's looking like that'd um, be awesome. Because people are dropping Wiseman down. If Wiseman drops, Toppin might be the yeah. next big to go. Yeah. Which would be kind of cool. Which, but the only problem with Toppin, I just have no idea how he's going to look in the NBA. Yeah, he kind of reminds you of like a Draymond, right? Like build-wise. Yeah, he's like a slash. He's like a true slasher, kind of. Yeah. I, he, sh- like he shot a, like, like a, a Pascal, pretty good Pascal, if you will. Yeah. I mean, Pascal is yeah. like a pretty good spot-up guy. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch enough Obi Toppin to know exactly, but all of his highlights are a lot of dunks. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a dunker label on him. Yeah, he's fun to watch though. But yeah, NBA draft coming up. That'll be good. Um, really. So we're done. Done basketball. Done baseball. Another oh, uh, another uh, rough week to be Penn yeah. State fan. Peppy, weird thoughts. Um. Well, we were celebrating during the game, so <laughs> I I like told you my initial thoughts before the game. Yeah, I, I expected to lose. I, it there was no chance Penn State was going to win that. They put on a, a better fight than I thought, but they were down the entire game. There wasn't a spot where it looked like they were going to come back. They got I think the guy within like ten points was like the closest, but I don't know. It's just not going to work. They, the running back. Kane out. They they don't have anyone to replace that. Sean Clifford, he's probably going to get benched by the end of the season. So I don't know. Penn State's not looking too good. Zero and two, definitely not. Uh, definitely. Playoffs out of the window. Right? Yeah, definitely not uh, going to do well in the Big Ten standing. So doesn't matter. Sorry, right, I grabbed Sam, you. I'm out. Who's your four right now? What? Who's your four? Uh, well, you gotta. I mean, it's kind of. Tough I mean, Alabama, like, but you don't know about Clemson. Clemson's a wild. That's what right? I was about to say. Is it like, yeah. I would Clemson's an auto in with Lawrence, but if they lose, I don't know. I think Clemson's an auto in because even if they lose this week to Notre Dame, without just just because they don't have Lawrence, so I still I still think they're probably gonna win just because they're more talented. And from what I've watched, a couple of Notre Dame games, and they just don't really excite me at all but um if Notre Dame even if Notre Dame wins Clemson's gonna have it Clemson's gonna have a chance to beat them again in the ACC championship Clemson was like down at halftime in both the games they They were losing yeah but no no Lawrence so Uh, I did yeah to BC but I apparently like their backup was like a top recruit too like he's not just some backup like he was yeah I guess well, he's the next they, guy they, in line for They are they are Clemson, so I mean it is Clemson, but I'm just saying like it's not like a guy you have behind Lawrence and then you you like recruit some other guy that's a freshman to come in. Like this is your guy, you're like grooming him. Apparently. I don't know. Um so you have Clemson, you have Alabama, most likely, and then you have two more spots. I'm thinking you probably get uh whoever wins this Florida Georgia game this weekend. I think it's it's I think it's this weekend. Um, unless it was last weekend, I don't really know. But one of those two teams is going to be one of them. Um, I'm trying to remember. There's one. Oh, and Ohio State is in. Yeah, so I agree with that. You're gonna have two. I mean, Notre Dame teams. will be knocked on the door. Whoever wins, whoever Notre Dame versus Clemson, whoever wins, will get in. I think. Not this but week, I, but like they're gonna play each other again. I think whoever wins the second. Well, Clemson's probably gonna cook them. Notre Dame's just not good. Aren't they the four seed? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're undefeated, but they've, like – I mean, I'm really going off the Louisville game. Like, Louisville almost pulled that one out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And they, they like, haven't really – they don't have a good win yet. They're just Notre Dame, so everyone ranks them high. Yeah. All right. There's your college football for the week, um, which is rare. We usually do not cover college football, so that's a little special. Free listeners, um, let's see. What else is relevant? Or we could get into a couple segments. Uh, if you guys have any ideas for top five, fill me in because I got nothing. I had we one set should up. Talk about this before. Yeah, I had one set up, and then we don't have one anymore. Um, I, 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 I got a question. Roll. What? I got a question to pose. 
rank rank these three sitcoms. Malcolm in the Middle, The Middle, okay, and Modern Family. Wait, Malcolm in the Middle, The Middle, and yeah, Family. yeah. All right, personally, the not middle. by quality, but by what I like, I would say the middle. Malcolm in the Middle, one. Modern Family two, and then the Middle three. I think I would go Malcolm one, Middle two, Modern Family three. Oh, we got, we all got different. Yeah. The middle, Malcolm in the middle, the Modern Family. I, I'm not, I'm not a Modern Family fan, at all. Modern Family's good. It's just a little vanilla. It's like, it's if you like PG, this is the show for you. Kind of the yeah. feel, the feel of Malcolm in the Middle, um, in the middle, just are like better for me. Yeah, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle was like funny without even. It didn't need to be like dirty. It was just, it was just a funny show. I just remember because it was on um, today and I was watching some. I watched a couple episodes and I was like, this is like really good. Like, I don't think it's nearly enough credit when it comes to like talking about sitcoms. But like, I think you don't have like a single miss in the whole cast. Like, you like basically every character. And yeah. I think I've seen the same amount of episodes of each series. So it works that yep. way. Like I, was I just that that was gone. Brian Cranston's like big break, right? I would mean, I would say so. Yeah. Like that was his first. Like oh, yeah, I know him from that. Yeah, that's where, that's where I knew him from before Breaking Bad. Yeah. But yeah, I mean he's great. The mom's great. Uh, Frankie Muniz obviously does his role. Yeah. Carries the show, Mister Straight Man. Uh, you have Dewey, Dewey, an old timer. Uh. I forget his brother's name. What is his older brother's name? Oh, Reese. Well, You've Reese, and he had the one yeah. who's at military school. The older, older one. Yeah. Oh, I got, oh, this is another thing that came out. I was thinking about it. Have you taken, you get to keep one Dewey versus Brick? Brick. Brick. Dewey. Dewey's yeah. iconic. No, Brick. Brick makes oh, the show. Dewey's awesome. I love Dewey. It's that. Middle, middle could not run without Brick, though. Like, I wouldn't say either is my favorite character on each show, but I think they're, like, the most easily comparable two characters in any shows ever. Like, they're, they, like, can basically function as the exact same person. Like, you could switch them, and then the shows would run the same. Yeah. But, yeah, um, a tough one. I'm personally a big Axel fan from the middle. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Brick brick's great we should brick, it's a little because the one thing i'll say about brick was one detriment it gets a little out there sometimes it's a little much if you watch a lot of the middle in a row you're like i've had enough of the whispering dude neil flynn all right well big Joe. big fan especially from scrubs he's, he's a good actor oh the dad yeah he, his, the janitor yeah yeah, janitor but, scrubs yeah. Is great he plays the dad well in that. But I think Brian Cranston does a better job, but I just I just love that actor because of Scrubs. Yeah. I feel like Scrubs and Malcolm in the Middle have a very similar like feel to them. Just like how it looks. Yeah, they came out in the same like it's like or end of nineteen nineties, right? Early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that um, thing you heard was a uh it was a text from our friend Joe Kessler. Uh, we have a segment called What's Joe Thinking About? We really haven't used it um, in the past few weeks. But you know what? I thought, let's give him a text. He always replies. He's never did me. So here we go. From the words, from the mouth of Joe Kessler himself. Imagine if gyms today were like gyms from the olden times where everyone was nude. Okay. I don't know what he wants us to do with that. We're going to start off by saying Joe Kessler is not someone that's part of, or related to podcasts anymore. He didn't come up to Halloween. He ditched <laughs> us. We don't like him anymore. Yeah, Joe and Justin are on very thin ice. Joe and Justin, we are formally calling you out. Uh, you need to drive out to you're- Connecticut with Will and Peppy in the next six months, or you're absolutely cut out from you're Spew. Cut- <laughs> Your cut of the 10 cents will be rescinded. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Well, wait. Anyways, what did Joe even say? Yeah, he just said, "Imagine naked, if like... Joe, 
Yeah. Oh, like a Greek, that, like the Greek, like the Greek. Gyms? Yeah, we know a lot about it. Me and Why Sam, would it, we took a class on. Naked? What, is that like a known thing that they were naked in gyms? Oh, they weren't yeah, only like naked. Well, they like, took some rope. Uh, they took some rope and they tied their penis up to oh, their waist. Yeah. yeah. When they ran, well, like when they did sports, they like tied their tied their hoo ha's up. Um. No, but I'm trying to think of of what the term for a Greek like bathhouse is. There's like a name, but I know like. The arena where they did sports. It's called like the Denny's. Stadia? The Stadia? What was it? It's called the Denny's. All right. <laughs> um, well, thank you, uh, Joe, for that. Like, I, don't, like, I don't know what, how deep it's just... It would, like, so what it's just, what if want? everyone was naked? If everyone's naked, nobody's naked. That's yeah. true, and no one would care. Well, I mean, some people would care. If people were naked, it would discourage people who are overweight even more from going to gyms and participating in workouts. So gyms would be full of just people who are obsessed with themselves, who want to, who want to show other people that they're naked. You know what I mean? The term I for the yeah. Greek bathhouse, term for the Greek bathhouses, Thetermae, T-H-E-R-M-A-E, um, hot springs, hot baths. From the Greek adjective thermos, hot, meant properly warm springs or baths of warm water, but came to be applied to those magnificent edifices which grew up under the empire in place of the simple balnae of the Republic. And then Wikipedia just goes on. So thank you, Joe. Good history lesson. There you go. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know what wants to do with that. I don't know why Joe's thinking about that. I don't know. If, you know I want to know what Joe's doing behind the phone there. <laughs> yeah, maybe Joe has a gym that's like that. Yeah, he... Oh, Joe doesn't have a gym. <laughs> that's for sure oh god we hope you're listening joe <laughs> okay these these riffs are going to keep coming if you don't show your face <laughs> quit hiding too, joe. joe sam uh made a reservation for december 2nd at modern uh it's for five um, some of so... the name Joe kessler <laughs> Any uh, anyone, any good role versus roles? Any two roles from doesn't have to be a big actor, any actor. Um, let's see, let's see. I don't know if we've, no, we probably have done that one. Yeah, let's do it. Anyway. Have you, have you, what about Robert Pattinson? Lighthouse, good time. Have we done this? It sounds familiar. Yeah. I don't know if we've done this. I've done Robert Pattinson before, but I know, but I don't know if I did these movies. I feel like it has these, to be these two. Yeah. These two are the ones that like got me going for Batman. I was like, okay. Once I saw these, he can act. He's not just a vampire. Once you, once you like saw Robert Pattinson just jerking his dick in the lighthouse, you were like, that's Batman. I mean, that was one scene. You know, he used it was a good performance overall. Yo. It was, it was. It was a good performance. I got a good one. What? Tim Allen as Santa Claus or Buzz Lightyear. I, I honestly, you the the gut reaction is Buzz, but I think Toy Story is you know what um, Woody's story. Tim well, Allen as Santa, it's his story. Yeah, he, he's a pretty good Santa. I'm, I'm actually gonna rescind my answer because I think Buzz, like at his core, might be the weakest link in Toy Story. Like in Toy Stories, in Toy Story three and four. I think he's actually like a detractor to the quality of the movie. I don't, he just doesn't do much in those movies. Like the second one, he's huge. It's like almost a buzz movie and it's really good. Sis 2 is probably the best one. But then the third one, he turns Spanish, which kind of gets old after a little while. And then the fourth one, he does like the listen to my inner voice thing. And that like, like he's just an idiot, which he wasn't before. In the first one, he wasn't like dumb. He was just like, He a just little took brainwashed. A... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I just, I, my biggest gripe with Toy Story is like, you got Buzz. He's arguably your biggest or second biggest character. Listen, let's have a Buzz movie, you know? Let's do a play, his own play show. set. What? He had his own show. What are you talking about? His own show? Buzz Light Your Space. No, 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 no. Like, let's have a Toy Story, like, make buzz oh, me guy you couldn't have a movie like no you movie. know why you could but you but one word got one word for you starts with a z ends with an erg zerg there's your main villain that's your main villain that's your conflict whatever he does 
Make him a bigger part. It's a gold mine. You got Zerg sitting there to be part of a Buzz to Buzz Lightyear's Toy Story movie. Make Woody the second guy in command. Make Buzz the first guy in command. Go after Zerg. Maybe Zerg kidnaps one of the other characters. I don't know. You got a whole plot. But I think rewriting like Toy Story, the whole story. Like you, you can't go back and add that. Like well, I, don't know. Toy but, I mean, Buzz five. is like. I know Woody in the first one goes through like the main arc of like kind of recognizing like it's, it's like he kind of recognizes it's not being like a selfish asshole but Buzz like also goes to like an equal arc in the first one where he like his worldview comes like crashing down when he sees the commercial so I feel like they're they're more co-leads in Toy Story 1 than it's a Woody movie I feel like they like I feel like I feel like that Toy Story 2 you kind of get Woody has a lot of the main stuff but Buzz once again he gets to he gets to take over as the head of the toys. That's a big role. <laughs> big role. Um, I would, yeah, I don't know. I would say Buzz Lightyear is more of an Obi Wan to Woody's uh, Luke Skywalker slash Anakin Skywalker slash Skywalker. Like, like, wait, what? <laughs> like, one is clearly the main guy that drives the story, which is Woody, because in Toy Story, in Toy Story one, I'm talking about the whole franchise, one, two, three, and four. So, you, so you, meant, you meant you Anakin. Wait, so you meant Anakin and Obi Wan in the prequels. But then it switches over to Luke. But like Ben Solo is still there for the first one. I don't know. It wasn't a good. Wasn't a good comparison. But I think Woody's a more dynamic character. He's the one you feel for more. Like especially in the first. Yeah, because movie. they made they they made it that way. I'm just saying you could have made a Buzz Lightyear movie with Zerg being the antagonist, and they didn't. They had they had Zerg pop up in the second one. For like two I seconds, they and they got rid of them. I think I think they made good movies, and I think they're. they're I'm not saying they made bad movies. I'm just saying there's material there. I don't know. I hate when they like four's enough. They don't need to dig anymore into it. Four's enough, but I think like there's just going to be a fifth. I just think there will. Yeah, I guess it's Disney. Whether we need it or not. And I guess the main argument to you made is, you got new kids coming up, new generations to. Yeah, but then that's Jeez. just a new opportunity to make new stuff, though. I know, but like, it's like it's done so much for Disney and stuff. New Toy Story is right around the corner, man. The new big thing. Yeah. They got Moana now. They got Frozen. They got that. They got all those. That's true. All right, that's our Toy Story talk for today. Any more roll versus rolls? Anyone want to bring up? Two iconic roles from any actor or actress. Sam, you're good. That's give me one. Um, how about how about um, what's the girl in Black Swan's name? Natalie Portman. Yeah, give me two from her. Natalie Portman. Um, I mean, I, I mean the one like the two that jump out for Natalie Portman are probably her Oscar roles. But I don't know if we if anyone else has seen Black Swan. Or what's anything? It's Jackie. I haven't seen Jackie. I haven't She's seen in Garden either. State. I don't know. I haven't seen that either. I'm not a big Natalie fine. Portman. I just have. Yeah, one. I don't know. I just feel like there'd be a random actress to use. Mm. Okay. All right. Jennifer Lawrence, Hunger Games, and X Men. Any X Men? That's, That's tough. One one starter career. The other. You look at Jennifer Lawrence and you're like, I remember you being blue in X Men. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. But I don't, I like, I don't necessarily like either like franchise all that much. Like, I didn't see all the Hunger Games. I don't think I still haven't seen all of them. Yeah, I've only seen the um, first like one, maybe two. She's definitely better in the Hunger Games. You think she's a, she's a lead role? Like, yeah, but she's still important in X Men. She starts good. She turns she bad. Is. She is a very important character in the best of the X Men, the new X Men. That she's the she's very important. In Days of Future's Past, the right? time one, yeah, yeah. That's like the only one I like that sticks out to me as being like a very good superhero movie. Like the rest of them are just like fine or like terrible. I mean, first class was fine. The first one was fine. See, I, I see. I didn't go back and watch X Men. They just like, I, yeah. there's just too many X Men to like care about. There's when you lot. can set, when you can separate them down and like focus the movie. Like, you, I mean, you can usually buy in, but there's always like eight of them. Like, why do I care about Beast? 
like who's yeah. like storm like well i don't care like cyclops like i care about fresh rex magneto wolverine you can add one more every movie for me to care about well gene gray she's i didn't care about Jean gray. she's a central i mean no, but she's like a central character she's like she is like the i understand i understand like she's supposed to be part of like the big x-men story but i feel like yeah they kind of ruined that with the last one people kind of hated that movie yep because they did it in x-men 3 which was only like 10 years prior so everyone remembered the one they did right and they did this one wrong it's a remake but same story they didn't change anything is the um, most recent one like dark phoenix that's what we we're talking about dark phoenix. Okay. Yeah. it flopped pretty hard yeah. i didn't have any interest have you well did you see like the original x-men is like one two and three yeah yeah so x-men three if you remember gene gray goes like evil with power yeah. kind of thing that's dark phoenix they just they just rehashed the whole mo- it's the same movie basically just with different actors acid. that's dumb yeah all right i got it. i got one all right, Michael Sarah and Scott Pilgrim and Superbad. Oh, I got to go Superbad here. I'm a big Scott Pilgrim fan. Yeah. So Sam, I'm going, you're going to get along real Pilgrim. nice. I'm going Scott Pilgrim. Uh, but that's a tough, that's tough because I would consider them like Superbad's a peak, maybe top five comedy for me. Um, just all around great. And um, Scott Pilgrim's one of my favorite movies. Scott Pilgrim like, an amazing movie. Yeah. And I yeah. think he's like a bit more memorable on Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. That's because it's like his movie. Yeah. And I think Jonah Hill kind of steals the show and super bad. Even McLovin kind of takes over. Michael Sarah's kind of the straight guy. Besides when he sings, um, these eyes. With all the people who are Oh, I love that. I love that part. When the guy's doing really coke good. and he's just like singing for us. It's like, okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of Jonah Hill once. I was going to use Super Bad. I couldn't think of another like the only comedy I could think of that he was also in that kind of came jumped to the front of my mind was uh, the the Sitter because I just watched that on TV a couple weeks ago. He's in Accepted. He's in Accepted. Yeah. He's in that. I didn't. He's in that movie. I didn't see. He's in Moneyball. Yeah. Yeah. This is the end. War Dogs. War Dogs. War Dogs is the end. Yeah. He's in um, Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. He's a I like John Hill a lot. He's grown on me, definitely. But I do I also like Michael Sarah. I think Michael Sarah is really funny. He's just I haven't seen I haven't him seen recently. him around. Yeah. Yeah. What is he up I don't to? know where what happened to him. Sam, you've probably seen this. The transition in arrested development from the end of like season three or like halfway I think it's halfway between season four and the other half, where they, they pick up off the scene where they left off and Michael Sarah just looks like twenty years older. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's funny. That's a, Boy George. He was the most jarring is. change. Yeah. He. It looked like he gained twenty years in like. <laughs> years. Yeah. But I think he lost his appeal when he actually like looked older. He like he played like a weird looking kid so well. Yeah. Because he, he has the awkward personality and he nails it. Yeah, that's true. All right. That's roll versus roll. Um, yeah, I don't have any more, but we do what we're streaming, I guess. So you guys have any closing remarks? Uh, I I got I mean I might have a top five. Oh wait, okay, yeah, top five. We forgot to. Uh, top five TV theme songs. Oh, I already know number one and two, but yes, very nice. Oh, three. I know. I got. Th- well, they're all HBO. Well, HBO let's just let's just thing. let's just do three because we didn't prepare and <laughs> right. I'm just gonna throw out a couple of come to like the front of my mind uh i'm gonna throw out i'm just throwing three out three out no rank them you got it okay the first one that stands out the most to me is i mean going back to what i was watching today malcolm the middle uh Uh, you're not the boss of me now but they might be giants uh absolute jam it's a shame it's not a whole song on spotify by they might be giants um but I think at every sitcom, that's the sitcom theme I'm taking. Uh, is that one? Um, number two, I'm gonna go with Jenny the Teenage Robot from uh, Nickelodeon. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was Cartoon Network. I think it's Nickelodeon. 
another absolute jam. Similar, similar to um, how was it? Similar to the Teen Titans theme, which is a, probably a close miss. Um, yep. <laughs> what well, Jenny the Teenage Robot gets no love. Uh, just a great theme. Um, I had one more. I had one more. Give me one second. I have like a full playlist of them somewhere. And there's gonna be one that's really sad. I missed. I know you're gonna hate this one, but my top three definitely back in the '90s. There was a famous TV show. Friends. It's BoJack Horseman. Uh, oh, oh, back in the. Remember Sam tell me that he hated the song. That was you, right, Sam? I don't think so. I've heard uh, it. It's like a pretty deep. Like it's like fine. I don't know if no, I we hated it because you know why? Because the kid that drove us up to Penn State played it like six times. Uh, so we hated yeah. it. By yeah, we did. That. We did play it yeah. a lot. Yeah. Back in the 90s, I wasn't a very famous movie. Yeah, it's cool. But it's not the most. We're talking about our like. I no, it's just favorites. Favorite. We're talking about like the ones that like are like iconic. Like memory. no, your favorite. I would say your favorite. Because like you could say like SpongeBob, but like I don't know if that's like my yeah. favorite. But that like. Any like that's so iconic. True. I might be able to get the five. I think my third is gonna be Danny Phantom. Um, of course, Danny Phantom's yeah. great theme. I'm gonna go Danny Phantom, Jimmy Neutron, uh, and my five is going to be um what's new Scooby Doo by Simple Plan, posting it out. The best version of the Scooby Doo theme song. Um, I mean, I would say it like doesn't yeah, let's say it's like not even close, but um, what was it? The what the the pup named Scooby Doo does come kind of close with a new, new funky jam. Um, but yeah, what's new Scooby Doo by Simple Plan? That's when you you're getting top tier Scooby Doo content. All right, what was it your five? Peppy, you want to go? Or did you already say some? Best Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo Cyber Chase. Oh, yeah, without doubt. We love Cyber Chase here. Yeah. That's a real life one. Spooky Island. <laughs> was yeah, that one first... or two? I think it that was, was one. one. Yeah. Oh, I honestly like two a lot. Two is when they have all the ghosts show up. Yeah. They're both good, though. Um, all right, I'll go. My number five, I have to agree with Sam, watch new Scooby-Doo, because as a kid, watch the cartoons. That's the song that stuck with you. Um, as I go into sitcoms, number four of a tie, Parks and Rec and The Office. I think they're both iconic. They're not really like a real song. A lot of these aren't real songs, but just the theme song in general. Um, number three, I'm going to have to go with True Detective Season 1. Um, it's called Far From Any Road by The Handsome Family. Um, it just really, really got you into the, into the spirit to watch some, that's a, yeah, that's some a heinous, somewhere. heinous crimes. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a good one. Um, number two, I'm going to have to go with Game of Thrones because once you hear the, dun, 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 you just, you, you buckle in, you know, the next 50 to 60 minutes are going to be a treat. Um, Unless it's and then, season. yeah. And then my number one, I'm going to have to go with. Uh, once you see the HBO, uh, little the little HBO icon, the uh, what's it called? The static oh God, in I the background, and then you hear, yeah, yeah, it's Entourage, baby. My number one theme song. Um, it's it's not much of a song on its own, but it definitely gets you ready to watch Vinny Chase and the boys as they gallivant around Los Angeles. So yeah, that's my number one iconic. Right. I'm gonna try to do new ones. I wonder. I was just like looking at some of the shows I've watched, just to get like a refresher. And I saw Walking Dead, and I just remember how much I hated that intro. That Walking Dead intro song. Have you seen it? Have you guys seen Walking Dead? I've no. seen it like from episodes. I know what you're talking about. It's so like annoying. I'm like that the violin, and it's so intense. I wasn't a fan of it. Um, I'd say I guess in no order. I don't really have an order, but I'd say BoJack Horseman is definitely up there. Um, I'd say Big Scrubs is fan. 
even though it's like a real song they kind of just threw in there I've, I've been listening to in like that podcast um where jd and like turk basically just go through every episode like they, they, they love talking seems about like, the music yeah i was gonna say it seems like the thing to do because there's one for the office now there's probably one for lost there's just all these ended tv shows they just go back and talk about episodes yeah it, it's cool because they get like the writers on it and they kind of yeah. just go through like things that you never really thought of mm-hmm. background stuff so it's cool I don't listen to it too much. It's just whenever I'm like bored, I'll throw it on when I'm driving and stuff. Um, old school shows though. I'm trying to think. Definitely SpongeBob. That's just like a classic. And I follow this thing on Twitter where it's like every Friday they tweet out like one of the SpongeBob tunes and it's like Mr. Krabs and says you made it to Friday. And it just Oh yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Sailor. You made it to Friday. It's so wholesome. It's great. Yeah. Um, same thing with Scrubs though. Like I like Community's intro a lot. I feel like a lot of people don't like Community's intro, but after like a while, a song kind of sticks with the you. Thing, the, the thing about Community's intro is episode one. They use like one of my favorite songs. Um, what's it called? It's a Daylight by um Matt and Kim. Matt and Kim. Yeah. Yeah. They use that as the intro and uh, closing they song. And oh. they changed it in episode two. And I was like, because I watched it and I was like, wait a second, I heard this. And I was like, oh yeah, this is like a really good song. And then episode two, they switched it. And I was like, yeah, that kind of that blows. I never noticed that. I need to go back and check that out. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So. Um, Dude, why is there shit on your wall? Is Antonio? Thanks, Tom. Always welcome. He's always welcome to the show. He knows that. We love his comments about shit. <laughs> God, sorry. Sorry about sorry. that. Sorry, listeners. Sorry you had to hear that. <laughs> sorry about being shit in his wall. <laughs> All right, let's, let's end it there. <laughs> no, we got to do what we're streaming. We got to do what we're streaming. Um, because we're already talking about TV shows. Um, I will tell you, I'm still on New Girl Season 3, episode like 20 or something at this point. It's a slow burn, but it's always something good to look forward to. Um, I, I like Schmidt the best. I think he's the best character. That's all I say. That's all I got. Is there like a lot of seasons of that? Like six seasons? I think there's six. Yeah. 20 minute episodes? <laughs> yeah, 20 to 22 minutes. It's great. You can watch like four of them. Yeah. Just sit down. Have a show. Yeah. They're nice and light. Doesn't get too heavy. Yeah, I'm watching F is for Family right now. They're 28 I love that. episodes. Yeah. The, They're a little longer. The eight but... minutes extra yeah. just gets to me. I, Someone's like, oh, I can't make it through this episode. I gotta turn it off. Like we love Bill Burr though. Bill Burr. We stand we stand Bill Burr. I like Bill Burr. I just I, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. I hate the character progression in the show. It really sucks. I've seen, I think I've watched like one season of it. It's not rewarding in any sense. So yeah. All right. Sam, what are you streaming? I think I'm still just on Shit's Creek. Like, I think I really just didn't watch, like, anything else last week. I'm trying to remember. Um, I mean, I just rewatched horror movies besides that. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, just Shit's Creek. Uh, might pick up The Undoing on HBO. Uh, it's by, like, the big Little Lies people as Nicole Kidman. So it's be, like, a courtroom thing. Um Sounds like it could be good. Seems to be getting good reviews to start. And probably at some point this week, catch up on Mandalorian because I missed it on Friday. I got to watch the premiere of Mandalorian. I actually yeah. had an idea, which might, might be a terrible it. idea. Do a recap every week, but it might be spoilers. So some people might not want that. I don't know. We could try to do a spoiler free where we just set it up kind of like they're going to this planet. This is happening, but like, that's it. I don't know. I was we'll see. only watched the first two episodes of the first season, so. Well, even Pepe would oh, be spoiled wow. in that case. <laughs> they're just so long. That's the thing. I, yeah, but like when you're like watching it, like week. Yeah, when you watch it like week to week, it's it's not bad. I thought they were like forty minutes. No, I don't. I don't remember. I mean, the problem. I think is, they're between forty and like sixty minutes. The Mandalorian 
like when it's at its best is like very good tv uh, i would say it's like very inconsistent week to week like there are some that are kind of like a slog to get but like there was bryce dallas howard's episode last season like was kind of weird um and then the bill burr episode like was kind of weird that's interesting yeah bill burr is in an episode yeah like and as, he's not like, just like a cameo like he's a care he's a real character it's weird because like in tv you have um what is it it's, they did on community like the bottle episode where they keep it yeah. in one they keep it in one place to like save money and production costs because they spend money like the other episodes are so expensive like they do that in mandalorian and bill burr's episode but i'm like why it's just like, all really within sh- one spaceship your show is owned by disney like you yeah. shouldn't have to penny pinch but but to be fair they there's like i think the first two and the last couple were like extremely expensive yeah it was like those were they just looked really good they look really good yeah i agree and i like that they're bringing in i mean i haven't like paid too much attention but from what i understand they're bringing in a lot of um known characters um which is kind of nice they didn't rush that and just like open the show with like episode one it's like mandalorian and ahsoka or the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and Boba Fett. It's nice that they kind of saved them. They're kind of starting to roll them out this season. Um, from what I understand, I don't know how true that is, but if that's true, it'll be so, nice to see. This, this isn't a spoiler because me or Sam have not seen it, but we did know that there's like a semi Mandalorian kind of a guy with different colored armor. And we're like, oh, it might be, might be Boba Fett. We don't know because there's always rumors of Boba Fett being in this to begin with. So I saw something on Twitter that was like, welcome this name, and it was not Boba Fett. So I'm like, oh, maybe it isn't mm-hmm. Boba Fett, and they're saving Boba Fett. We don't really know what's going on with that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The video I saw, I just kind of assumed. Uh, I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm not the most – I'm not extremely – like, I'm not a Star Wars nerd, but I do understand the characters. They have to th- uh, throw a Fett in there, you know? It's literally like – Well, the Fett's kind of died. Is it, this is said before they die, though. We right? don't know. No, this is after. I don't, oh, it's after? This is after uh, Return of the Jedi. After six, yeah. Yeah. Well, because oh, okay. the, Empire, the a, Empire fell already. Yeah, so it's like there was like out of work stormtroopers. Dating back to whenever, I don't know when episode six came out and then in the 80s, like even leaving the theater, apparently people were like, I bet Boba Fett survives that Sarlacc yeah. pit like he shoots himself out and he uses a jetpack to get out but it was never confirmed it was always just like a fun theory for George Lucas until like Disney picked up Star Wars and everything so people are excited this might be the first like confirmed if it's true or not so yeah all right so while we're streaming um thanks for tuning in this has been a guestless episode of spew special election episode if you live in the United States and you're listening, you may have a new president tomorrow. You probably won't know for a while. So when you listen, we don't know who it's going to be. Um, so yeah, thanks for tuning in. This has been Spew episode, I believe, 27. And wait, pick a song. Someone pick a song. Throw a song out there. Heart of Glass, Blondie. Heart of Glass by... All right. This has been or you can do Heart of Glass, Miley Cyrus version. Yeah, we're gonna do Blondie. Speed episode twenty-seven, Heart of Glass by Skyscraper Demi Lovato. We're gonna ignore that comment, and here we go.